Hi, my name is Jenny Justice Newmeyer, and you're listening to Life Behind the Scene, Mommy Monday. Welcome, and thank you for listening today. This is episode two, and today's topic is from the book, The Five Love Languages of Children. And today I'm going to be covering the first three love languages, physical touch, words of affirmation, and quality time. Next week, we'll cover the last two. This book was written by Gary Chapman and Ross Campbell, and I highly recommend uh, getting this book and reading it. They have several books out around five love languages, and you can take the quiz for yourself, and it kind of helps understand who you are um, and what your love languages are, and also if you're married or engaged um, or even just long-term dating, um, your significant other, it kind of helps for both of y'all to take it to understand what your love languages are. I know that uh, my husband and I, we took it and my very number one uh, love language is gifts. And it doesn't mean that I always have to have like expensive big things, but it just means that I like little thoughts, uh, little gifts of, hey, I thought about you, um, I love you, and here, here is this thing, this little bitty thing. Um, that's his, like, number five love language. So, basically, he doesn't care about gifts. And so, um, I really love how comedians Leanne Morgan, she has a, a little snippet online uh, of five love languages and I love her interpretation of them and uh, dry bar comedy has a love language snippet from comedian Jeff Allen and uh, he has a very humorous take on love languages the five love languages as well I have their links included so you can see these but you know it really got me thinking the whole point Uh, premise of the love languages is how I feel loved and what makes me feel loved is not necessarily how my spouse feels loved. And we are like misfiring in our relationship and we're not building each other up because we are not loving the person in the way that they need to be loved. And, um, But then I didn't realize that they have the book on, um, for children. And that really got me thinking, you know, we're, we're raising our children. We're trying to get them to be the best human. Um, and we're trying to, um, prepare them for this world. And they go out into their little worlds every day. And it's like, does my kid feel loved? And, um, and I know, you know, previous generations didn't really care too much about kids' love tanks. <laughs> and, um, I, I'm pretty sure previous generations would just laugh at this, but, you know, with knowledge comes power. And now we understand, hey, different people love different ways. And one thing that um, that they mention in this book is that, you know, children really need a healthy dose of all of this. Um, and as a matter of fact, the quizzes, are, there aren't even quizzes available under a certain age because 
they they just need all the love in all of these areas but I really was thinking in and again in looking at my being intentional goal um, this year to kind of walk through this and, and reading through the book it was really eye-opening and some of the things I was just like huh okay um, but we'll just start off on the first one which is physical touch and I love their examples and touching I, I read a an article many 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 years ago and and it talked about how infants need touch and how if infants don't receive touch how that changes their development when they don't get touch and I know and today we're kind of cycling back to when women give birth actually doing the skin-to-skin -skin routine and because touch is so important and sometimes even as we get older sometimes you just need to there is there is a chemical reaction within our bodies when we get hugged and we're held on to and there's happiness in that and so I love how he how they kind of go through different ways of of touching your kid and and sharing and outpouring that love through touch and you know of course we think you know obviously hugging and snuggling what mom does not love snuggles and but there's all the also just different times that they're just near you and that you can just be with them, close to them. And I know like when we watch a movie and we have our family night, Mia will come over to me sometime and just like want to sit like right on top of me and be under the same blanket with me. You know, and sometimes it's like I, I want my space. <laughs> but she wants to to feel touch and to feel that love and something that i find very interesting um also is any parents who sleep with their children and we will not get into the whole co-sleeping discussion because that's for another topic another day um but when we sleep together how she just naturally gravitates to be on top of you and there's a lot of co-sleepers co out there because i see so many um funny pictures of how the bed is completely empty and this little bitty tiny human has somehow pushed uh, a full-grown adult man and or woman to the corner of the bed because they just want to be literally touching you on you and foot on your face, hand in your mouth type thing. Um, I, uh, Mia has her own room since I got married. I kept that, you know, obviously you sleep in your room. And, but occasionally I will let her sleep 
And so the other day, she was, uh, she and I were sleeping together, and I literally, wo- I woke up, and she was literally laying on my back, on top of my back. And I'm like, I can't breathe. You're not a tiny little baby anymore. Get up, get off. But physical touch is 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 very important, and and we need to like make sure that every day we're connecting with our kids sometimes we're in a a hurry and we're rushing and if you know me you know i'm not always running on time um and you know and it's easy to rush out the door and be like bye you know and not taking a moment to stop and give a hug and be like i love you have a good day and so just taking that time to touch so I will say I did ask Mia you know what uh, in a little guided conversation about what her idea of of, um, how I love her through touch and this is what she had to say how are ways that you know that um, mommy loves you by touch how do I touch you that you know that mommy loves you. Um, that you give me hugs and kisses and snuggles. And snuggles. And do you think that tickles is love? Yeah. Do you think kisses are love? That you love me. Really? When do you like hugs and snuggles the most? I'll say like that nighttime when I'm gonna go to bed. Really? Uh huh. Okay. So not only does she like certain types of touch, and I definitely guided that, but she also has a time that she prefers. And as as they get older, those times are more on their timeline than on mommy's timeline. So the next love language is words of affirmation. And this one is kind of hard for me because it is low. It, it is a low love language for me. Um, sometimes it's easier for me to praise or to say, hey, you're doing great. You're doing awesome. You know, but it's, sometimes it's hard for me to see, you know, something that, wow, you know, you were very in, intuitive at that moment. And, you know, what great thinking pattern or or problem solutioning, you know, and so some things are very specific to pull out to build their character. Um, Obviously, we, we say, I love you to our children. And um, if, if you don't, because love languages, um, some people, I guess I shouldn't say, obviously, some people find it hard to express their love in in words and I remember my grandmother told me one time she had had an interaction with one of my aunts or uncles I don't know who it was she was griping and complaining at the time and she kind of scoffed and she was like they said they didn't even know if I loved them of course I love them I'm their mother and she looked at me and I was just listening and she said don't you know that I love you and I said, yeah, I guess. 
And she just rolled her eyes in the way that she would. And she was like, of course I love you. I'm your grandmother. <laughs> and, um, but I guess it was brought up to her that, hey, you never even say you love me. You never even say any of that. And, um, and our kids do need to hear from it, hear that. And, uh, and the, my mom always definitely said, I love you and still does. And, um, and so it's, it is something that we like to hear. Um, and, and even though it may not be a huge love language for me, um, one day my mom was, we were talking and she was telling me, you know, she goes, I know by your definition, you may not see yourself as successful, but in my eyes, you have been successful. And she went to list on the reasons why. And I was just like, wow, to hear your parents say that. And so, um, and so taking the time to look and, and, and actually voice when you're proud of your child for what they're doing or to, to leave them a note. I, I bought some little stickers to, uh, put in Mia's lunchbox and I would wrap her napkin in and it would just say, you know, either heart or I love you or you're awesome or you're, and just to throw those words that in the middle of her day, Hey, my mom thinks of me and this word lets me know that these words let me know that she loves me. And so I did, of course, and I, in another guided conversation, asked Mia, hey, what do you think, um, how I tell you that I love you? She pretty much said, when I say I love you, but also came up with this little funny song that I just sang to her. And um, it, it's just about her and her name and I have no idea why I came up with this song and so it's this, this cute little funny song and so there are definitely different times and different ways that you can acknowledge who they are what makes you uh, a proud parent of them and how you appreciate them and even admire them as they're growing up and becoming who they are the third love language is quality time. And this one I will say is a bit of a struggle for me. And I posted in our Facebook group about a little lunch date that me and I went on and sitting down and just doing something with your kid where your kid is your focus. You're not thinking about all the other things that you're doing. And you're not multitasking. You know, women have this great ability to do, to multitask. And the, yes, you can accomplish different things, but your brain and your attention and your focus is not on one thing. And divided attention is not quality time. Quality time is making eye contact, sitting down, being present, being in intentional I I am here with you and um, one of the gifts uh, somebody posted I don't even know who posted it on uh, social media I believe it was on Facebook and they were saying 
you know, we inundate our children with gifts. And so, you know, pare it down for Christmas and only do four gifts. And the four gifts were something they want, something they need, something to wear and something to read. And I tried, I tried to do that, um, this year. I did buy a few more gifts on the wants, um, but it did pair, help me pare everything down. And one of the things I did was to give her a bo box of coupons. Now she can only use one coupon a day. We had to put some rules in there, but it was just like, hey, stop and read a book with me. Stop and read two books with me. Stop and let's go to the park. Stop. Let's go for a walk. You know, stop. Let's. Uh, and I actually got this idea because Chick-fil-A did a little promo of uh, a little coupon. And it was like quality time is is the best time and we are so busy and we're so distracted and we're we have so much going on and we're just go 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 and if you're working outside the home then it's then it's even more limited time and more pull on who you are and so just stopping and uh, one of them is like let's watch a movie together uh, let's cook something together. We used to cook uh, a whole lot more before I got married um, together. And so we still like to occasionally get together and, and cook something. So it's like, let's just stop and spend some quality time. And uh, a couple, of, I, I even put in there, you know, to take the dog to a dog park or um, we, we started and it's not just me, it's my husband, which we're working through this blended family thing. And one of the things we started doing as well is like a family day where we both are intentionally spending time as a family, um, and doing kid focused and centered activities. And we've done some crazy things like, go to gator country spending time together or spending time with your children and it's just a focus and actually including them as adults the old adage was children are to be seen and not heard and that is something that we may have gone a little too far on on some things again i think knowledge is power and we have knowledge to help us. We've learned a lot on parenting. There's a million books out there on parenting and resources. And I think that this is a time to be able to focus positively and spend that quality time. And it doesn't have to be every day where it's like, okay, you are the center of my universe, keeping it in balance. But sometimes we don't take the time at all and that's that's been one of the things for me is just like hey take the time i encourage you as a parent to go and take the love languages quiz just to see for yourself who you are and you can look back in your life and this isn't only for romantic interests i mean it can also be for your relationship with your parents and 
friends and family, anybody who's in very much in your life. And look at your children. If they could spend a day with you and choose exactly what it is that they would want to do with you, what would that be? What would they do? If you gave them a coupon for something, what would they want to do with you? What kind of quality time? Do you hug your kid a lot? Do you give them extra snuggles? Or do you push them away when they want to hug you or snuggle with you? Um, Do you tell them, I love you every day? Do you tell them they're amazing? Do you tell them what you love about them? Do you tell them how proud you are? What is something that we do when we just spend time together? Like that you, makes you feel loved. Play some games and be together. Well, what are we doing together? Like mostly play games or watch a movie or play with Bella, our dog, and yeah, that's most of the things. That's most of the things that make you feel like I love you. Oh, and huggies and kisses and snuggles. Uh, of course. Snuggles. And reading books. Reading books together. That's mm-hmm. good. So, yeah, but we barely read any books together, though. We do, we're working on that. Yeah. You haven't given me a coupon for that either. Okay, thank you for you <laughs> So, obviously I have some work to do. Like I said, we're working on it. But let's keep this conversation going on Facebook and our Mommy Mondays group. And let me know how you feel like this applies to you, your children, and your and your life. Again, our Facebook group is Life Behind the Scenes, Mommy Mondays, but just the letters LBTS, Mommy Mondays, the link is included. And then next week, we'll go over our next two love languages, which is gifts, my fave. And acts of service. Thanks for listening. This is Jenny signing off until next week.